Hello, I'm Anne Collins and welcome back to the Leaders Who Love What They Do podcast. We're on our episode three today of our special series on career development. And today we're talking about self-leadership, which I think is a really interesting concept. And we're talking about how you can become your very own CEO. So this is uh, this is interesting because I think often when we're talking about career development and we're thinking about being a self-leader, we're thinking about how to take the initiative, how to think about what job to get, how to improve your CV, how to find the right opportunities and the right post to apply for and all of that kind of thing. But today we're really thinking about how can you ensure that you are always developing, that you are always moving forward, but crucially really enjoying the journey. So um, uh, this concept of self-leadership is, uh, is something I find very interesting and it's been around for a few years now and this idea of becoming your own CEO, becoming the CEO of your own career and of your own, your, of your own life in a sense and approaching it with a strategic focus is something I think that is very useful. So as an entrepreneur, I have two businesses and one of the aspects I find fascinating is looking at leadership actually in the context of the world of entrepreneurship. Now, in the world of entrepreneurs, um, they often entrepreneurs look to the corporate world for ideas and they adapt corporate solutions and approaches to their what are generally small, small businesses. But why not the other way round? And I think this is something that in the world of entrepreneurs, they do very well. And that is thinking of themselves as CEOs and putting themselves in those positions to really take responsibility for their entire careers. So I wonder what could senior leaders in the corporate world or in organisations learn from the world of entrepreneurs in this sense? Now, I think there are two areas that are are interesting and we're going to divide um, tonight's podcast into two parts. The first one is looking at the benefits of positioning ourselves as a CEO of our own of our own career. And secondly, how we can create the support that we need around us. How do we create that personal board which could then help us as us, us being the CEO? So the first one, positioning ourselves as a CEO. Now, self-leadership, we think of self-leadership maybe in terms of taking initiative, as I said. But this, in terms of being a CEO of your own career, this is something quite different. This is about taking full responsibility. So what are the advantages of that? Well, firstly, I think when we become the CEO of ourselves, in a sense, it also gives us a possibility to have a distance between our own our own thoughts and uh, strategic thinking and also perhaps our feelings as well. So having that little bit of distance can give us a perspective on what is going on and maybe gives us just that bit of space to think about things a little bit more clearly. Going back to this idea of taking full responsibility for our career, I think this is uh, absolutely key. And when we do take full responsibility, we of course take full responsibility for our successes, but we also need to take full responsibility for our difficulties, the challenges and even the failures. Thirdly, if we're CEO of our own careers, we need to have a vision and having a clear and detailed view of where we're going, where we want to be um, is, is obviously helpful. 
And finally, by being by positioning ourselves as a CEO, we also open up this idea of bringing in support in a very structured kind of way of creating our own board, if you like, around the CEO. So if you start thinking about your career in the same way as a company, what might that do in, for the way that you think about uh, where you're going and how you're organising your career development? So I'd like you to just think about that. What makes a successful company or organisation? Now, I'm sure that you will say, well, having a purpose, a mission, a vision and a strategy are all vital. Well, yes, of course, and also for your career too. Alongside that, personal development needs to be, I would say, very high on the agenda and it needs to be an ongoing part of your plan. Then playing full out. And what do I mean by that? I don't mean working all hours. I don't mean getting so emotionally exhausted. No. But what I do mean is developing a mindset which is, uh, is able to help you to consistently step over those limits in terms of a comfort zone. A mindset that allows you to grow and learn and to develop consistently, week in, week out. That also requires you and to be resilient, courageous, vulnerable, all at the same time, just as with all the best companies that are moving forward and making great strides. Now, as with all the best companies and all the best laid plans, they don't always go to plan, do they? So being flexible, seeing opportunities as they arise and embracing failure are also going to be important. And thinking about the assets. So what are the assets of your company of one? Well, of course, it's you. And it's not what you've done. It's not your titles. But it, in my opinion, it is who you are, how you interact with other people, how you pick yourself up from problems, how you learn, how you grow, how you motivate other people and how you motivate yourself and how you empower others. So this part of it, I think, is absolutely key. And obviously, the way that you nurture those assets, the way that you nurture yourself is going to be key to your success. So moving on to the second part, the very important part of being your CEO is also creating your own board, your own personal board around you, because you don't have to do this alone. No CEO is going to um, be that successful totally on their own. So there are lots of ways of doing this. And if you and if you search, uh, you will you'll find that there's a, a number of different approaches to this. Um, my advice would be to keep it fairly informal, to keep it fairly flexible and keep in mind always what the purpose of your board is. So the purpose of your board is to have a handful of people, possibly three to five people who are there to support and advise and challenge and to help you to be strategic in your career. Also, they could be people who would be willing to share, maybe to share their contacts, their network, their resources, their expertise, and also to, to coach you through and to hold you accountable. They could also be there to champion you, to, to, to help you to move into different circles, to move into different areas, to introduce you to people. So the kind of people that would be useful, I would suggest. So 
maybe three to five people, I would suggest, out of uh, um, the following kind of criteria. So I would say a mentor is always going to be helpful. So this is a senior person who is where you want to be, ideally. So within your within your industry, within within your sector, somebody who is in a senior position where you would ideally like to be. Having a peer, a trusted colleague is always useful, someone that you can go to for advice, um, chew over what's going on, um, get another perspective, someone who will listen to you and that you're going to listen to them. Having an expert, now the expert and the mentor may be the same person, but may not be, depends on your sector. So somebody who can teach you, who can point you in the right direction of useful resources um, that are going to be useful for you. Having a coach, someone who is able to be a sounding board, someone who can challenge you, someone who can help you to work on your mindset so that you can you can make the most of the opportunities that are coming your way and they are coming your way. And finally, a sponsor. So this is somebody who's got influence in your industry, someone who can champion you, someone who can introduce you to people who could maybe um give you a step up or open open some doors to some conversations that are going to be interesting for you. Now, you'll notice that four out of the five of those are people that you can choose. Um, one, the sponsor, is someone who is going to adopt you. So for that one, um, it's, it's a case of, well, being, being a little bit lucky as well. So how do you make this successful? Well, I think... Getting diverse, a diverse board around you is very important. We want to have people around us who are going to challenge us, people who are not the same as us. And it's very tempting to choose people who think like us, who act like us. But actually, there's such a richness in having a diversity of people around to challenge, to make us think, to put to to really push us to put ourselves into other people's position. Some of those relationships might need to be fairly formal. If you want to ask someone to be your mentor, for example, you may want to organise a meeting, I don't know, once every six months, something like that. So with a, with a relationship like that, it might need to be more formal. It might need to be um, set out clearly what, what are the objectives of those conversations, what are the time, what's the time commitment for the other person. Um, the communication needs to be very, very clear. For others, it may be informal. You may not even you may not even need to have that discussion. You know, you don't not to ask somebody. Well, can you can you be my can you be my expert? It might be somebody that you just you know and you enjoy speaking to. It do, it doesn't necessarily have to be a formal arrangement, but it must be dynamic, and it must be you who makes that move, who continues the conversation, who continues to nourish that conversation. It, it, the responsibility rests with the CEO to engage the board, as it were. So the responsibility rests with you to make the most of that and uh, to, to really use, use that time very wisely. And the benefits of all this, well, I think the first huge benefit is realising that you are not alone. You have support. And once we start looking around us, very often um, people, people see that actually the support is already on offer, but they haven't perhaps actually accepted that support. 
keep the focus on moving forward. And that's one of the huge benefits of having your own board because they will help you to do that. And by going and having these conversations, you will ensure that you do keep the focus on moving forward, even when even when challenges arise. Finally, I think another benefit of all this is that it keeps the focus on personal development. We're always asking the question, well, how can I how can I improve? What do I need to improve? What do I need to think differently about? How what habits do I need to change? So in conclusion to all of this, I think we're thinking about self-leadership, but we're also thinking about working with other people towards that. So self-leadership does not mean on my own leadership. It means gathering a group of people around us who can help us, who can challenge us, who can help us to be accountable to our goals and the, the future mission that we have set for ourselves. So just to recap, borrowing from the land of entrepreneurs, let's think about the benefits of positioning ourselves as our own CEO and working hard on our own self-leadership. And secondly, let's create our own support system for our career development and use that, use that personal board and, and really enjoy, enjoy that interaction, enjoy that discussion, because not only will it help us move forward, but I think it also makes the journey very much more enjoyable. Well, I hope you've enjoyed that. If you have, please uh, leave a review and share and subscribe. Um, All of that is much appreciated. And I hope that you will join me again next week for the next uh, installment in the career development series. And this is going to be all about how to be a leader when you don't have the title yet. So do join me then. Um, Till then, take care. Goodbye.